Welcome to Truth Is Now Treason. I'm Dietrich and she's Lennox. You know, just like everybody else out there, we love the Christmas season. There's so many things that are great about it. I love the football games. And I love the gifts Dietrich is supposed to get me. <laughs> or the silly little traditions we have, like decking the house with lights. Or going for rides to see the lights. Going to your zoo to see their lights. Seeing people that you might have missed since last Christmas. Seeing how bad Lennox is going to demolish the meal that she's supposed to cook. Her specialty is blackened biscuits. <laughs> Traitors, I have to give it to Dietrich. He got that one right. It's very few times, but yes. I used to put the biscuits in the oven, and then when I would check on them or remember them, they would be a little too dark. <laughs> but there are so many things that we all love about this time of year. And what's funny is that there are things that are directly tied to the birth of Christ, like the manger scenes that we see all over the place. And then we have things that seem like they have nothing to do with Jesus' birth, like the shopping or visiting Santa. But there is a link to all of it. That link is joy. We talked about this a little in our previous episode. This is the time of year where there's supposed to be a lot of this one thing, and that's joy. But wouldn't you know, as soon as we began talking about this topic, Dietrich and I got hit with some very hard things in our life that we've never had to deal with before. I am currently dealing with some medical issues that are causing me difficulty to perform just ordinary daily tasks. Sometimes I'm in excruciating pain, and when you hurt, your perspective changes a little and throws everything else out of whack. You know, on top of that, we've been hit by several things at once. We had somebody who's very close to us make a very serious accusation against us. Now, this accusation is false. This person's standing by it, and they've decided that it's acceptable to lie about us. When you get hammered by things like this, you know, the silly little garden variety problems that pop up at the same time, tend to feel like major catastrophes. Depression can easily settle in if your focus isn't on the right thing. And so what is it that can sustain us through these terrible circumstances? I've found it's his word. It is amazing how when God speaks, it is for that very moment. It is exactly what you need in your circumstance. I was reading the Bible and I remembered Deuteronomy 31, 8. How many times do you really look in Deuteronomy? But I did open it up to Deuteronomy and I was prodded to go there. And this passage is about Moses talking to Joshua. But these words that Moses say were words specifically for me. It said, God is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down. He won't leave you. Don't be intimidated. The New International Version said, he will not abandon you. And those words right there were what I needed to hear. When those you love abandon you, it hurts. But God was telling me from that passage that he will walk us through this and will not let us down like people do at times. I'm standing on that promise. I believe God when he says it. And this is an example of how we can have joy. I read that promise every day because there is strength in it. And I want you to listen to how this website, it's called SermonCentral.com, puts this. It says, joy is supernatural and is determined by how much nourishment Christians get by feeding on 
God's word. It goes on to say in chapter 5, Galatians, that joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And the Greek word used for joy is this. It means an inner gladness, a deep pleasure, which comes from where? An inner assurance and confidence that God does all things for his good purposes, that he does all things well for those who seek him with all their hearts. You know, this joy is not the same as the joy that's found in the world. The world gives joy only as temporary pleasure. It's incomplete. Often it leaves an unfulfilled nagging. I think the first step to joy is getting back to where our joy first began. And that is found in the Christmas story. This is where it begins for all of us, Christian or not. I thought it'd be appropriate to play a portion of Charlie Brown's Christmas special to remind us of where it all began. This is my favorite of all the Charlie Brown specials. I want you to listen to Linus tell us the Christmas story. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. You know, the first group of people who were told about the birth of Christ were a bunch of shepherds. God sent his angel to tell a group of just plain old ordinary people about the birth of his son. He didn't tell the king. He didn't tell a bunch of magistrates. He said to his angels, hey, go tell that group of Joe Blows down there first. This is important because it reminds us that Christ and the joy that he brings, it's not just for the rich or the important or special people. It's for everyone. We can even see this in the message that the angels delivered the first public words about Jesus. Luke 2, I like what it says in the Message Bible. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. That's just what Dietrich just said. A Savior has just been born in David's town, a Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. And I like how it says Messiah and master. He is our rescuer. That's Messiah, but also our master who we serve. Someone who has a master, his sole goal is to please that person, to do things for him. That master is the priority and focus. And the Christmas story is how Jesus is our Messiah, the beginning to Jesus rescuing us from sin. But we need to make him master. You know, if you're missing out on that joy, ask yourself these two questions. 
Have I accepted Jesus as my Messiah? And is he truly my master? Because when we do these two things, Jesus brings us joy. I want you to listen to his words in John chapter 15. Listen to what he says. He says, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. You want your joy to be complete? That's where it's found, in finding fulfillment and living your life for Jesus. Jesus' joy was found through obedience to his Father's will. The source of a person's true joy is going to be found in living a life that's obedient to God. We live in a world that crushes joy. It tells us that we're not skinny enough, we're not good enough, rich enough, fun enough, or a thousand other things that tell us you're not enough. Jesus, on the other hand, says, I am enough. How do we know that? He says, my joy may be in you and your joy will be complete. Have you ever wondered how to tell people about Jesus? How about we make it just as simple as that? Our joy can be complete in him. Everyone on this planet has times where they feel like they are not enough. Christ changes that to where we can be enough through him. And also, true joy does not depend on our circumstances. And if you are already a believer, Know then that we Christians can experience joy even in those difficult times. And this is what we are going through here at Truth Is Now Treason. And so we understand the trial of focusing on joy. But it comes down to this. What are we making a priority? Or what are we making our main focus? Sometimes we can allow our circumstances to steal that joy through thinking about it over and over and over again. Here's what Philippians 4, 8, and 9 says. Summing it all up, friends, I'll say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. And we truly do understand. There are times when it will be difficult to do what this passage is saying. When those close to you have betrayed you, when your health is falling apart, it is tough. And I know there are some of you who have it far worse than we do. And I hate that. But focusing on this circumstance, this negative circumstance will not benefit us in any way. Focusing on what is good. Focusing on the things you have in life, we have in life, to bring us joy. Focusing on Christ, his promises. Focusing and choosing to believe his promises will change the way you feel and think. And it will change your actions and the path of your life. You know, speaking of actions, something that we have found in our own lives is that the best way to take your mind off the problems that you're having in life is to focus on doing something for somebody else. Tonight, we're taking dinner over to a couple that just needs some help due to medical things that are happening to them. We already know just doing that, just focusing on somebody else, will help us to feel better and bring joy into our lives. And we hope you all have tons of opportunities this Christmas and New Year's to not only experience this joy we've been talking about, but also to spread joy to others all around you. We hope that the joy of Christmas 
And more importantly, the joy of Christ fills you even more this season. If you have questions about what we mean by the joy of Christ, please contact us at truthisnowtreason at gmail.com or you could search for the episode called Ultimate Treason 5. It discusses how to let Jesus be your Messiah. Since it's a Christmas season, we're not going to be dropping an episode until January the 8th of 2023. Now, this is going to be an episode unlike anything we've done so far. We want to wish you all the joy of Christ, and we cannot wait until we see you next year. Thank you for hitting the like button and sharing the episode and all the things so many of you have done for us here at Truth Is Not Treason. You guys have no idea how much joy you bring to us just by doing that. Thank you for everything you've done, and please continue to follow us here at Truth Is Now Treason. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, our fellow traders. traders.